0: Thanks for joining us again, and let's get to the service.
1: So we've got two Bible readings today. The first is from the book of John, chapter 20, verses 19 to 23. Jesus appears to his disciples. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked, for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. And after this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And our second Bible reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 8, verses 26 to 39. I can find it I know I've got to, I had a mark in here it helps if I've got the right chapter doesn't it okay I'm having one of those moments where I'm going blind and I can't ten nine and it's probably staring at me and I can't read it I've got the wrong glasses on seven. I'm going blind. Okay. Here we are. I found it. Thank you for being so patient with me. Philip and the Ethiopian. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and on his way he met an Ethiopian. An eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Kandaki, which means queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. And then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah, the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. How can I? He said, unless someone explains it to me. He invited invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like sheep to the slaughter as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me please, who is the prophet they're talking about? Is it himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very message of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. And as they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, there is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water and Philip baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Ozotus and traveled about preaching the gospel, gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. This is the word of the Lord. Now, Reverend Jeff. Come on
2: down. Well, thank you, Glennis, for your welcome today. And um, it's, and I'm pleased that you mentioned that it was um, something we probably wouldn't have thought of at Easter for the Greek Orthodox people. Well, all, the, all Orthodox people, I think. Um, and um, I think it's appropriate that we had the reading from John chapter 20 today, uh, the appearance of Jesus on the, on the evening of his resurrection. So that's quite appropriate. So th- the subject for today is how does God speak to us in our busy lives? I'm sure we all live, live busy lives. How does God speak to us? And if God speaks... Are we listening? How do we listen? Uh, how well are we listening to what God might, might might want to say to us, or does want to say to us? And we would like to. I'm sure that we'd like to help, uh, receive help from God, giving guidance for us, for our lives. Sometimes, I'm sure, many times, we're puzzled about things in our lives. What's going on in the world today? Um, what's things that are happening in our lives or our families, and we seek God's help and guidance and wisdom. So we're going to have a look today at one of the early Christians to see how God's voice was heard and what happened as a result of what God spoke. <clears throat> so in our reading from Acts we've just heard, Philip was the, uh, main, is the main character there now, Philip. Just a bit of background. There, Philip was one of seven men who were chosen by the Christian community, the first Christian community ever in Jerusalem. Uh, seven were chosen to see to the distribution of uh, aid to the widows in the community, in the Christian community. And that was really important because in those days there was no widow, there was no pensions or anything like that. The, the widows were really hard up and probably had to resort to begging to survive. So the Christian community themselves they worked together, and uh, it was too much for the apostles, so they appointed these seven. Philip was one of them. <clears throat> uh, for those first Christians. Life became very, very hard. One of the seven that were chosen to help the widows was Stephen. And Stephen was a very bold speaker for the Lord. And as a result, um, he stirred up such opposition from the Jewish leaders that he was taken out of the city and stoned to death. A terrible way, but that's that's what they did in those days. It seems terrible to us, but that's what they did. And, and after that, life became hard. Um, a man named Saul was a witness to the stoning and he became, uh, a, a, he went around trying to, uh, trying to find Christians and have them arrested and put in jail uh, because of their beliefs. So we, we use the word persecution, that's persecution of Christians that began in Jerusalem and a lot of people had to they decided the best thing to do was to get out of Jerusalem, to get away and we might think well that's that's a bit cowardly to get away but no uh, it was a good thing came from that because not only Philip but others including Peter and John went into the neighbouring territory of Samaria which is to the north of the the Galilee area and the north of where Jerusalem was and they wherever they went they spoke about Jesus they told about how he had been crucified and how he'd been raised from the dead and great things happened in especially in Samaria and Philip was one of those who spoke about Jesus in Samaria and He, he went around also performing miracles in the name of Jesus as well, and miracles in the sense of healing people who were perhaps paralysed, for example, just as Jesus had done. One day, an angel spoke to him. Now, as soon as I say that, you think, well, we don't, uh, we don't uh, hear, hear, hear much from angels today, or much about angels today, but that's there in the Scriptures an angel spoke to Philip and the angel said, go down the desert road to Gaza. Now from where Philip was in Samaria, it was up in the hilly country and Gaza was 80 kilometres away. So a bit of a walk, he he would have had to walk. And so the amazing thing is that he did what uh, the angel said. Now, it seems a bit of a strange instruction, doesn't it? Leave the great work that he was doing in Samaria, populated area, and go down the desert road. Why go down the desert road? There are not going to be many people down there. But he went. That's really interesting. He obeyed. (coughs) Today we don't hear much about angels speaking to people, do we? Um, And peering to people. Although... Uh, some people, even the scriptures it says some people may have entertained angels unawares, but we won't go into that. Let's ask ourselves, how. well how does God give us a message today? If he wants us to speak to us. Now I would like to say I don't think there's any limit to the way that God can speak to us. Uh, it may be through the scriptures, maybe ver- you know, reading the Bible, the verse of scripture might jump out, leap out at you and This is something that God's saying to you through the scripture. Uh, It might be just through quiet times of prayer that uh, you'll hear God giving you something that he wants to make known to you. It could be even something that a friend says to you or something that you hear along the way that uh, you you suddenly hear that's um, a message from God. Uh, I remember occasion one occasion when I was uh, in, involved in uh, worship service at the annual synod meeting, the church synod meeting in Adelaide in Morn Church, and I heard God speaking to me through a hymn, through the words of a hymn. It was a very clear message. It hasn't happened very often to me, but that, through that hymn, it was a very clear message to me. So you just never know. God can choose any way uh, to speak to any of us. <clears throat> and so one, this, one thing that is important I think in hear, being available to God to hear what God is saying is to, to take time to listen if we're always busy rushing about well it's going to be harder for us to hear what God wants to say to us and so to have say if you can do this uh, have quiet time sometime have quiet time with God I'm sure many of us do Uh, with times of prayer, they are are times especially when God may speak to us. Madame Guillon was a lady, a very spiritual lady in the 17th century. She lived in France and uh, she found herself very busy at one stage but God spoke to her and she felt that her, she says that her soul was like a leaf or a feather being blown along by the wind. You might think that's a bit strange, but you've seen leaves being blown by the wind, haven't you? We've all seen leaves being blown by the wind. Um, But what she was talking about here is the wind of the Holy Spirit moving her along and, and giving her instructions about what God wanted her to do. So that's, uh, I think, we can see ourselves... In fact, talking about the wind, the wind of the Holy Spirit filled the house where the disciples were on the day of Pentecost, when they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So the wind is associated with the Holy Spirit. Well, Philip received this message from the angel. Go Go south down the Gaza... down the desert road to Gaza... Could this make any sense, going down a desert road? Yet, yeah, Philip obeyed, he, he acted on this word, off he went. Walking down the road, he caught up or got near to a Ethi- very important Ethiopian official riding along in his carriage. It's an important man, uh, and uh, but he just walked alongside, nearby, and the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, go and walk alongside the carriage. So I think this was just probably an inner impulse that had come from God, described as the Holy Spirit saying to him, go and walk alongside this carriage. It's just trotting along the road. I don't know whether it was drawn by oxen or horses or whatever. It does say chariot in the new RSV, but uh, other versions say carriage. I like to call it a carriage. A bit more room in a carriage than a chariot. So, he walked alongside the carriage. So, even if we don't receive any word directly from an angel, if we trust in Jesus, then we have the Holy Spirit within us. That's the important thing I'd like to bring home today. We have the Holy Spirit within us. And uh, so we can be like a leaf blown along by the Spirit of God uh, the Spirit might be working in us to lead us to speak to a particular person or do something in, in particular. We may find that the Holy Spirit says to us, go over and speak to that person over there. Uh, it might just be an impulse. We feel, well, I think I need to go and speak to that person. It might be as simple as that. Uh, so we, in that way, we're following God's guidance and direction in our lives. <coughs> It may be that in conversation with a person we find ourselves talking to, that that person is troubled and searching for the truth. Now that's really, that can be really valuable. We may be able to be uh, of help to that person. And in doing so, to do that, I I just like to emphasise that listening is so important. And I'll say more about that in a moment. It's very important to listen. Not to be too talkative. Uh, now, we're, we're all different. Some people are good talkers, some people are good listeners, and some people are in between. Uh, but it is in, listening for, is really important so we can understand and perceive how this person we're talking to, how they're going in their lives. And also, uh, we'll come to asking questions as well. <clears throat> so as Philip walked along, Uh, This road, the desert road to Gaza, he heard this official, he could hear words being read. Now, we don't know whether there was a servant reading to the official or the servant himself was reading from the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. So, they didn't have Bibles like we have, made into books. They had a scroll. You all know what a scroll is rolled up, probably um, a, a kind of animal skin that was rolled up. Anyway, he was reading from the scroll. Somebody was reading from the scroll and Philip could hear what was being read. And Philip asked him, do you understand what you are reading? Now the words as we've been given them here are from the prophet Isaiah chapter 53. He was led as as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb silent before the shearers. He did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. Very significant words. And Philip said he asked a question. Let me emphasize that. He asked, do you understand what you're reading? Now this man was searching. He was looking for something. He didn't understand and this was a starting point for Philip. So it's important to notice that Philip started where that Ethiopian official was. At that moment, he was searching. He found this passage from Scripture and he was searching. Uh, And that's where Philip started. Uh, Philip probably got invited to step up into the carriage to explain the the meaning of this reading because by the way he was dressed, the Ethiopian man could tell that he was a Jew and he would probably have some understanding of the scripture. And he was right. So Philip began with the scripture and went from there, the lamb that was led to slaughter, of course, as a prophecy of the crucifixion of Jesus. So it led him straight into the crucifixion of Jesus, his resurrection from the dead and then into the message. And we're not told what he said exactly. However, we can imagine that he's most likely, he, he um, said something along the lines that we've already got in the book of Acts several times Peter spoke uh, on, on the day of Pentecost, was one of them, and gave the, the gospel call to the people who were listening. <coughs> So it must have been about Jesus that Philip spoke, about Jesus crucified and raised from the dead. And like Peter before him, he probably would have said, God calls you to turn from your own direction in life, or to turn from your sins. I like like to put it both either way, could be either way. And... And be baptized, believe in Jesus, and be and be and you can be baptized, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. That's a, along those lines, I think, is what Philip would have said to him. Just at that time, they came to a palm fringed desert oasis. Now I have to imagine it would be something like King's Canyon up in central Australia. Uh, that's where you find the palm fringed desert oasis in our own land. And we can understand that. Philip must have known that the Ethiopian in his heart had turned to the Lord and he was ready to be baptised. And so he was baptised. As for us who have believed in Jesus, we too receive the Holy Spirit. As Jesus said said in John chapter 20, the words we've heard today, he said to his disciples, he breathed on them actually and said receive the holy spirit as the father sent me so i send you and that was their commission they were sent out they were sent out because he said peace be with you they were sent out in the peace of the lord so we are sent out in the peace of the lord we going out in peace to those around us and that's a great thing in our world today we we are people who have received the blessing from the Lord. The peace of the Lord be with you. It's a greeting we share often in Holy Communion. We are, the one, we are those who are available to listen to God and to seek to follow those things that God says to us. So we'll be, do well to listen. First of all, to listen to God and to listen to those around us as we meet them. Sometimes we are too eager to say what we think. You know how it goes in conversation. Somebody says something and we respond with what we think. That's how it goes, isn't it? You know, is that right? You with me? You know, we say, somebody says something and uh, we, we, we respond with what we think. No. What Philip did was ask a question. Do you understand what you're reading? So asking questions is a good thing. It'd be better to ask questions so we can understand where this person, how they're going in their lives. Now, not all conversations are as deep as that, but sometimes you might find yourself in that situation. And if we, we may be able to help them with a word of our own, help them along their way. We may not lead to their, if, if they're not a believer, not lead to them coming to faith at that very moment, but we might be able to help them along the way. And we can start where, if we listen, we can start where they are at in their lives. And so the person might be thinking, I don't know where my life is going. Um, And I believe that many people today in the community are deep down searching for the truth, the truth about life. We can only speak with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So if you have come today, if there's anyone here, if you've come today searching for the truth, then God is saying to you, the truth is in Jesus Christ, crucified for us and raised from the dead. And it's a message to all people, put your trust in him and you will receive the Holy Spirit. If you're a person here today, and I'm sure there are many, who have put your trust in Jesus, then it's important to take time to listen to God's voice in your life. And so for us, as we go out each day, let us seek the guidance of God's Holy Spirit in all that we do, and especially in our listening to those around us. Let us be like a leaf moved along by the Holy Spirit. Let's come to God in prayer. Lord God, we are thankful that you have sent Jesus as one of us and yet crucified for us and in great victory raised from the dead. We pray that you will help us to live trusting in him in his victory and in his presence in our lives. Help us, O Lord, to be available to others in listening and in asking appropriate questions when it seems right to us as we are being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. We thank you that you are with us and that you guide us and lead us. We offer our thanks and praise to you through the name of Jesus, our Saviour and our Lord. Amen.
0: Well, thanks once again for joining us. If this service has been a blessing to you, why not share it with someone you know? Or better yet, post it on your social feed because you never know how God might use what you share to bless someone you didn't even know needed it. Special thank you if you contribute towards making this ministry possible. We are so grateful. If you'd like to help, head to golauniting.org.au and follow the links to begin giving. God bless you and we'll see you next time.